No Bobumi. Welcome to the show. We've got a great show tonight, and everybody's on. I'm not even going to play around with it, you know, telling you what we're going to do. But basically, we've got on the phone right now, Hi-Fi. Assalamualaikum, my brother. There you go. i got Stevie Strings here. We have People, how are you? David, the hitman computer. Uh, <laughs> and we've got my partner, <laughs> my partner in crime with Paranormal. We all that's funny around here for the album. Along with Dave, I've known Dave since before. That's it. Basically, the premise of the show is about music. Uh, hopefully, uh, Brenton Buchanan can get in here. If he does, it'd be great. If not, we're just going to continue the way we are, and uh, we're going to talk about music. Like, what's what makes uh, a great guitar? What makes uh, you know? Is it is it the the action? Is it the guitar tech? <laughs> Some <laughs> people have been here before. Um, oh. Is it the pickups? I mean, because you know, guys, there's, you know, the Fender Strat, right? And then there's the Gibson yep. Les Paul, and then there's a whole slew of them. Yep. I'm a, I love them all, both, uh, but I, I like PRS, which seems to be the best yeah, of the world. So, you know well, what? Well, yeah, in a way, in a way, and uh, I don't deny that. And I'm, uh, Paul and I'm, I'm, we're, I mean, it's hi-fi, so we, uh, yeah. But, yeah. You know what uh, our man was saying is just that um, it's between it, it's that instruments. Yes, definitely. It's the woods. It's the pickups. It's the selectors. You know, uh, uh, usually a Strat's got a three-way with single coil pickups, or you can put it in a five-way. Um, a Telecaster has, or an Esquire, one you know bridge pickup. Or sometimes the neck, uh, you know, in the neck pickup. And over the years, they've rephrased them and stuff to where they're just as strong as anything. The neck. It used to be 
in the old days, you'd flip. It only had three. Uh, and the neck pickup would be like a bass sound because a lot of cats, it was, the, it, you know, they couldn't afford the other things. And they do bass lines on them way back in the, in the days when they were invented. That's um, a good point. You know, then you've got the Les Pauls with the three-way and the Paul Reeds with, like, a five-way selector, which I, which is great. Paul did that years ago. I sold a ton of his. Like I said, we were that – anyway. Um, but that came off of also, if you look back over your history, uh, is like the 345s. 355s, uh, you know, like an ES335, right? Yep. But they'd have uh, the pickup selector, you know, volume, volume, tone, tone. And then they had a rotary knob, just like Paul ended up using, which would split, man. It was really wild. It would split those pickups, uh, the bridge and the neck in a, in a Gibson ES345 or 355. And you could hear a lot of different things going on. And uh, one guy at the Mac, you know, man, look, one of my bestest peoples in the world is uh, Freddie King, the Texas Cannonball. Yeah. Um, you listen to that, man, and you'll hear some highs that you ain't never heard out of a Gibson and, and whatever it wanted to be. I mean, all the three Kings were exactly that, but they all were a little different. VB yeah. was more laid back. Albert was just the tone bending badass. Period. And I knew him. I'm looking at his picture right now. I'm gonna try and, to find a picture of Albert King and put him up and you know when we do this. So Yeah, man. Uh, I'm you know, and I I'll tell you what, I I I no matter what, when I had heard him uh, you know, besides uh, BB when I was young, and then I got on to Albert. And, um, but also a buddy of mine, you want to get a good record. It's Freddie King, it's a white album, and it says Going Down. And that's the album he did before he died. <laughs> he actually bought uh, Greg Polis in Sarasota here. Well, actually, uh, he, he just, uh, Made a little move just a little bit north. I think they had an atomic uh, waste pollution and oil. So he made a good move. I'm sure property <laughs> values are up. But, you know, he, he played with Freddie uh, for so, so many years. And, um, God dang, that's when I was like, man, this brother, I guess that's why they call him Texas Cannonball. You know, listen to American Band is... Stevie and us used to play and can do so well with only Stevie strings. Oh man, <laughs> he brought he brought up pretty he brought up some pretty interesting points. But you know what I really find amazing with these guitar players? He's talking about them. There's a Fender versus Gibson thing here. You have the Buddy guys with the Fenders, and then you have the BB Kings with the 335s and stuff great tone difference to me i mean versus those two types of companies fender and gibson but you know what they yeah. had they managed to pull it off <laughs> and sound great yeah. you know whether it's a gibson I mean, or a fender or hey, hey, Stevie, 
You know, not for nothing, if you want to talk about the difference between Gibsons and the same guitars, practically, look at Larry Carlton and B.B. King. Or, or point. Albert King or, you know, Freddie King when he starts wailing it. And then you listen to Larry Carlton and you're like, same thing. Yeah, I got Freddie exactly. um, now, and then I'm going to throw Albert on there, too, see if he shows up. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, but if you're going to talk about Fenders and blues players, you got to talk about Albert Collins. I'm just saying. Albert Collins. Oh, absolutely. Oh, guys. Iceman. Jimi Hendrix. I'm sorry, Stevie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, the Iceman. The Iceman. Uh, Iceman cometh. What a great... Uh, I, saw, I was me. fortunate enough to see him right before he passed in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. I mean, there were maybe three people who changed my vision of guitars. He's him, and I saw him all live. Him, Stevie Ray Vaughan, yes, uh, you know, sir. both of those guys. Like, you watch it, and you're it's like the hair on the back of your neck goes up, and you just link home, and you're like, I can't play anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah and, <laughs> no. Absolutely. Now, Stevie knows. Stevie's seeing, like, he knows. I've got stuff that hundreds of pieces and things and whatnot and um and i'm sorry because you know i drift off because i'm like getting ready to turn 64 and the road like killed me and i hit my head so many times you swing the bitch on there to reload it so it doesn't get stolen <laughs> and it comes down with the oh there's freddie i'm looking at freddie right now you got there's somebody he was here. He was here about a week. That's Albert, and that's Lucy. That's one of Lucy's. Yep. And um, we had somebody pull up, that, and I know it's different, but we're talking blues, guys. But from from the north, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our buddy yeah. Tom said Ingway Malmsteen. Totally different animals here, folks. Yeah. God, good point. I mean, you're talking player, about, but we're talking blues and like. Yeah. I would say the foundation, right, guys? I mean, like, you know, that's... Oh, yeah. Well, sure, yeah. but here, let me... If you want to talk about Fender and different tones on one guitar, you got to talk Jeff Beck. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, my fave. Oh, yeah. And, well, and one thing, too, if I may say this, sure. and, and this is going to sound kind of almost in your other realm of things, is that, okay, single coils... Uh, produce a different, uh, you can get a very high end thin or at the neck, a high end and kind of fatter sound. If you got a five way switch, it'll give you my, one of my best things that I love is, and, but if you listen to buddy guy now, you know, uh, pickups and all Demarzio, well, Gibson started it. Seth lover invented the humbucker leo fender did the single pickup um and Leonard, like i said leo didn't even play for you know anything he was just an inventor and um right so you will hear sometimes it's what i call a bell tone or you hear these sounds you go that's a strat flat ass out you know, know exactly say, what you're talking you know, about you know, it's almost a squeak this. yes yep. yeah man it, it's it's this chirp squeak it's this bell it's this thing man it's between the bridge and the neck <laughs> but not fully it that's why they ended up making a five-way because the old cats used to just move it into a position where both leads were still touching but it hadn't switched over to just the middle pickup and now it's it, it's very commonplace and i'll tell you what i am sure glad of that 
a humbucker is just that uh, that Seth Lover invented, um, and it. That's why you can listen to a lot of people playing a strat and hear and go, "Hey, we love you." <laughs> no, and you you will get a lot of interference at times. There's ways to work on that, but that's a future show, from what I understand from Mister Stevie. <laughs> and the humbucking did that. You know, you don't really ever hear a humbucker going, eh, unless the guys plugged it into T20 and your amps get ready to blow. <laughs> that would only be in Europe, and I've never made that mistake. Um, Once again, you're talking about an era pre-pedal boards, which changes the dynamics to everything. <laughs> everything, absolutely, yeah. And, and that, you know, I think that stuff's cool. But ye, listen, man, I tell you what, and I tell somebody, and Stevie's like, yes, he can't, because he can do this. <laughs> Give him a guitar, a cable, and an amp. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna tear his ass up, oh. and he will hear different things. He does use some pedals and stuff here and there when he wants to, and whatever. And that's everybody's right and should. Um, I've never really used, I might use something to boost the gain for a lead break or a wah-wah pedal, um, which I really suck at, but nobody's ever said anything. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't know that, man. And I've been trying since me and Stevie were playing at my house on the front porch in the front yard as loud as hell on a Sunday. <laughs> just, I know my you know, name. God. You just said something, because I, I was just talking to somebody a couple of days ago, and I was like, you don't realize it. When we started playing, for the amp to sound good, it had to be loud. It's yeah. not like now, yeah. you, all these solid state, it's computerized. It sounds great. It doesn't matter about volume. It sounds better loud. Don't get right. me wrong. <laughs> 40 years ago, if you didn't crank it, it sounded awful. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's also the foundation like, of guitar. And you came in on this, too, about um, between guitars, and here's another thing, one at least the second thing, uh, between different guitars, but also amps. And still, the best thing, whether it's a, I, to me, whether it's a Strat or a Les Paul, plugged into a Fender amp. Oh, like like that one and whatever that'll be cool too but you know the the, the couple things would be like the the the, the soul of stevie stafford's strings and playing his guitar into a fender amp and the, i used to call it the three h's the head the heart and the hands if you gotta sit there and think about what you're playing then you know if that works for you fine I mean and I want to ask all you guys this how many times have you seen somebody technically that you go man that shit was rocking but I didn't go to church (laughs) you know and then you see a cat like Albert King that son of a bitch will take you know two three notes and make it sound like 32, and you're just going like, oh, my God. I think I'm having a flashback. From right, what happened? I, I, I didn't catch that. It's like when I saw Steve Ray Vaughn in, like, 89, I was just like, I, it, 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 it's life-altering. 
Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, that yes. is really life altering. Yeah, it's like Jimi Hendrix too. You know, he said, uh, "There's, yeah. there's no Jimi wrong Hendrix. note. You just bend it till it's right." No. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you just keep going with it. Yeah, and then that brings in. The tremolo var. Oh, I'm sorry. Look, I'll, this I'll, is the the whammies I'll, now. <laughs> I'll talk all so much. Shoot, man, I gotta calm down when I go to see my damn, you know, person to get my tenazepam because <laughs> I want to lock my ass up. So, <laughs> anyway, there it is. But bottom line, look, it's all this. Pick your thing. Pick your whatever. I've seen some of the baddest sons of bitches. On an old fifteen dollar harmony guitar <laughs> and a rad ass silver tone amp, That's and go point. right on. Man. You know, well, my first guitar harmony guitar, silver tone amp, silver tone. Here too, silver tone. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, that was the point. The point is, the guitar only goes so far. It's got to be the player. If the hands aren't doing what they got to do, it. Uh, I, listen, I I once heard Steve Vai tell a story. And he's like, I was playing, and Eddie Van Halen walked over. I gave him my rig and my guitar, and he sounded exactly like Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> it does, and, and, you know, both, you know, obviously great guitar players, but the same rig, it comes down. It's, you're absolutely correct. It has to do with the person. Yes. Right. Oh, absolutely. It's their, it's their style. It's their flair. They're the flavor, you know what I mean? It's all about, you know, the individual, absolutely. Right. And yeah. I know we're talking we're talking blues now. I mean uh, I love the blues. Yeah. We know the blues. I, the blues. I guess we can all agree. I, I'm, I'm a I'm a black I'm a blackboard guy, but um <laughs> but we know that the blues originated rock and roll. There's no if ands to me about it. I mean oh, without a doubt. if if you're watching um uh, any of the old uh players Chuck Berry. Chuck oh, Berry, man. that's a blue standard. Um, oh my Johnny God. be good. That's a blue Johnny standard be good, yeah. chord session and stuff like that. But now back, we were talking about the guitars, but back in that day, you remember, there wasn't a whole lot of these guitars as there are today. I mean, now I look at these people's guitars and I just like, what, what is that? And they tell me, and I'm like, whoa, I've never heard of that. And, yeah. Well, I mean, that's like, I can't tell you how many times I, I go play somebody's guitar or they play my guitar more with mine, and they're like, "Why is your action so low?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Why is it your guitar set up properly?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's a point. Uh, absolutely. You know, uh, I, mean, I, I don't understand why you're fighting yourself, and you don't sound all that great to begin with. So. You know why? Because they don't know. This isn't Stevie knows it. Listen, this kid when we were kids. We can only play three chords, so that's got to be blues. We was just three young children. I was playing bass. He was singing, was playing guitar, singing, and Alfie Veronese was playing drums. We were so good. Uh, in 1970, we won third place at the St. Martha's Talent Show. <laughs> them, <laughs> them nuns were today. <laughs> They didn't, they didn't know what we were doing. If we had worn cheerleaders' dresses and shit and did some dances, even as men, yeah, now that I know about all the freaks out there, <laughs> we would have won. But, you know, it was... was like freaks were in denial stuff. back then. Yeah, third grade. And, and we got it from his daddy, and uh, 
listening, you know, and dig this. Everybody tries to emulate. It does come down to, and what you said, Mister Sir, is that it's the, uh, of the blues. Okay, look, man, the best recordings, the thing we hear, the stuff that we got to get down. You listen to Lead Belly. You listen to uh, wow, Lemon Jefferson. All right. these cats. That's one of Dickie Betts' huge influences. Dickie. And dig it. They didn't have the money. No. They didn't have, I mean, they're playing stuff right now that the action is so high, you might as well call room service. <laughs> that's the grand Hyatt and see what that some eggs and, you know, spam. Uh. You know, and, and, but the, so, and, and you listen to that. Still, literally, from and I, I mean this in a respectful way because that's true. Blues, the one people say jazz and things that came from it. Blues is damn sure an original American thing. People sang that stuff in the cotton fields when it was bad. That's how they communicated to each other, rose away and what's going on. That's how they got through it. You know, send me to the promised land and, and everything while they're getting through suffering. I mean, suffering. And then some of these cats, and I know we'll be talking about a certain individual uh, where I've been a few times. And Crossroads. Yeah, so one time with Mr. Winter. Um, oh, Johnny. And, um, yeah, man. And at the, uh, at, uh, you know, God dang. Watch our 30th anniversary when I was with Dylan and Johnny. Uh, And Johnny did his rendition of uh, Highway 61 on Slide. You'll never see anything better in your life. Is that that Firebird? Everybody, Harrison, uh, everybody in the world that was paying tribute to Bob Dylan. And um, Johnny just walks out and does what he does. And thank you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, John, Johnny Winter was in that same group of people that blew your mind. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, very much so. And Stephen knows this because we we talked on this a lot. And is that, uh, you know, pretty much. And oh, what a great childhood! Let me grow up in Beaumont, Texas, with my albino brother, Edgar, <laughs> and me. It, it, I got a, uh, when it's time or whatever, and I'll shut up in a minute, but I got a story or so just to tell you about what Johnny about that. Like, you think that was freaking cool? <laughs> Hell no. I got my ass beat every day going to school. You know, how many albinos are in Texas? This <laughs> I do not know. But these yeah, are I'll, t- I'll, I'll give you a hint, show. too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> didn't Dang it. high five? Didn't Johnny personally? I think you may be catching the death. You're gonna be ghost busting my ass in about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna hear us. I'm gonna go pick it up. Yeah, if you turn down Dave. <laughs> Dave, I, I, you, man. come on. I'm just. I, I remember we did a show with you in Poughkeepsie, New York. And it yep. had to be 88, 89. It was at the chance, and you were with Johnny yep. Winter. Yeah. Yep. And somebody called him Bunny Eyes, and he went bananas. And he was wow. talking. He talks in the third person. Yep. Wow. Uh, 
It's a heavy hitter. Uh, yeah, hell of a player. I'm probably talking over you. <laughs> no, 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 you um, But um, is that um, uh, oh man, see, this is what happens, man. Hey, uh, any youngsters out there? Don't not do dope. <laughs> I swear to God, I feel so much better, man. I was I was classroom service, but I could carry on. Now I've been sober straight, all 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 great stuff. I meet up with psoriatic arthritis. I'm getting on an experimental drug that the guy says, "Well, you know, we also use it for cancer." <laughs> well, Jesus, put me at ease. Yep. <laughs> you know. Yeah, sign me up. I wanted to ask you and Dave. Um, Johnny, did he Steven. give you a uh, one of those laser guitars, the headless stock? Uh, yeah. I remember that. You know, yeah. you played it. Steve. Did he play? Yeah, I played that. But did Johnny ever play it a lot of, out? Yeah. At, uh, yeah, laser? yeah. Was that yeah. his own endorsement yeah. or his own? From the uh, Delaware Destroyers, the George Thorogood tour. Uh, I, I can't look at the laminate right now because I ain't got, you know, there's too many. I got a couple. I want to tell you about one, but, um, I know in 89, it's how this happened is just, we had uh, finished touring for, you know, season. It was coming up Christmas and all that. And I had flown home and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, and I'm like, God dang, man, I can't, you know. I'm just so this is in my first time, my first year working with Johnny and everybody. And, and I do mean everybody that is, Hey, and my boy, sir, uh, you would know SIR Dave, damn it, man. You were down there at the SIR. I think it was like in the West 52nd. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good. One day it was Christmas. Okay. You were in Florida. I was well, here yeah. In that's where we go. I mean, yeah, he at the rehearsal studio, to and I go pick up Johnny's amp. He did. And I'll tell you what, and I had that look at, um, I must say, I, I can tell you one thing. I've never found anything wrong with anything about New Yorkers. I've lived there. I've been through there a thousand times and because of Johnny, right? And it, mm -hmm. again, if you don't want to get stabbed, you get your ass beat or whatever, okay, stay on the main street and then also let somebody know, well, you're going to kill me, but I'll tell you what, 
you ain't going to have a right hand because I'll chew it off. So let's go. And then they start going, hmm, like, what crazy? Okay, got to go. Bye-bye. Here's $5. Don't chase me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, New York folks are, are, are great. And then here, here's, here's Dave. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, and Dave, tell you, you know, it's so much money. If you go, listen, here I am uh, at SIR. Uh, it's right it's t- off of Times Square. I th- and I, again, Dave, wasn't that 52nd or was it 54th? I, it, it, or it was it's not? one of those. It's, it's between, I, I think it's 52nd, yeah, actually. I, like, I couldn't have fucking said that. Right on 10th Avenue. <laughs> it's one of those. Hey, yeah. which one murdered you? Well, it's one of those, Dave. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't ever open your mouth. Get an attorney. <laughs> so... Um, but it was just in, in like that, like that, you know, that cost a fortune in, in reality of people going, yeah, for 250 bucks of my time, because, you know, real estate, nothing in New York is, is cheap, cheap tax right now. is probably about 15% on his fucking Snickers. <laughs> so he, but he, they did these things. And um, that 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 has just endeared, especially when he came back with the stuff. <laughs> I was going to say you should have seen me with my long hair going. I'm here to pick up Johnny Winter's amp, and they're like looking at me. I'm like, no, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, man. The cats, because they know what SIR professionals. Al knows everybody, you know, and. Uh, uh, you know and how it is and how it goes. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh man, dude. I can remember Hi-Fi called me. Oh, Hi-Fi called me once in the later days, and I think it was the last gig he did. And he's telling me, "I'm thinking I'm going to go back out and be a guitar tech, and but I'm playing with one of these heavy metal dudes." And I know you know all those heavy metal dudes and hmm. stuff. He says, "But he, I I can't remember his name. He's named after a car. I think it's a Mustang." And I go, "Could it possibly be Mustang?" <laughs> Must Dave Mustaine? <laughs> he goes, yeah. He's playing with that uh, lamb chop. Yeah. I go, lamb of God? <laughs> and I'm like, my God. I said, that guy plays Thanks. 20 Floyd Rose type guitars. You know, the whammy system with the jig. I don't know if you ever seen yeah, man. Oh, dude. Floyd Rose's. Yeah, oh. I'll tell you what. You want to find a guitar tech? Tell him to set one of those up. Right. Amen. Special tools. I heard Alfred. Uh, Richie Blackmore and most guitar techs said Richie Blackmore and Ingve Malmsteen, who was mentioned, were probably the two worst people you would ever want to work for as a guitar tech because yeah. they might oh, five minutes before oh, the show. Especially, it depends on if Richie Blackmore has his wig on or not. <laughs> 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 Nowadays, I think he eats fucking turkey legs and a lot of those. Uh, Whatever they call them, we used to make money in Sarasota about like the medieval fair, you know. But they're in a land where they really did cut your head off at the end of the day. This new style is cool. God love you. And listen, bottom line, and and okay, dig this, guys. Here's one thing after everything: you listen to Deep Purple, you listen to Zeppelin, you listen to Pink Floyd, and everything. 
You listen to Hendrix. All these things, yeah. too. Uh, one thing that uh, Keith Richards said to me once is like, man, uh, don't, you know, I'm glad you dig me, you know, and but don't, um, don't copy me. Don't, don't listen to the people who I listen to, you know, Chuck Berry, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, Buddy Hall, you know what I'm saying? All those cats, the Beatles, the same stuff. Um, you know, which gets me to the Beatles. Uh, I don't, I, and I, everybody says this, and I, if they damn sure, and, and also know what they're doing or just they're saying it, they'll never be anybody like that. That was somebody that took uh, Carl Perkins, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, Elvis, and, and, you know, all these stuff. They get off the cats and get off the ships in Liverpool, you know, yep. have albums, they'd buy their stuff, they'd listen on the radio. Um, that was what they listened to. And then they made, you got to make everything your own. Mm-hmm. Whether it's that one lick, that one, one pedal, that, you know, whatever. And you've got to write. But again, that's all comes, everything comes out of the blues, man. I don't, I'll, that, that's all there is to it. Because I really, I can't play dick, man. I got it. What key? Okay, good. Okay, I know that, man. Like I told you, it's like, okay, E-A-D. I've played the same licks for about 47 years, but uh-huh. in different keys. Man, da-da-da. <laughs> and I made a living tuning guitars, getting paid for it, and traveling the oh. world. Who knew? I, I, you used to play how many more times on the bass every sound check? <laughs> I remember yeah well that's one thing i had a thing uh one of my house engineers was mickey mulcahy we did black hawk the outlaws johnny was uh, i'm sounding like johnny cash right now in the old days when he was stumped up on speed and, and blues um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was it. I'd go across like before, and this is just to make sure your house engineer is secure, you know. And all you cats know it because every single one of you I'm looking at knows. Al, I'm looking at you. You know this, baby. Al, there. I see him. You know, we could have showed up 35 minutes. I could have been sitting in a room, getting room service, and watching porn all day. <laughs> being on the bus with a bunch of crazy bastards from the night before. And we could have done better than being there for five hours, Wednesday town checks, and people that aren't even the main man in their attitudes. You know, so it's, you know, it's. I just saw him nod his head. I'm a little behind y'all. Um, but uh, go ahead, please. I was I was going to tell you a piece of advice. Uh, advice. It's probably the best piece of advice I ever got to any of the. When I was on the other side of the stage working stage work, was from the late great Dangerous Dan Toller. He yeah, man. Was a, he played for the Allman Brothers four or yeah. five albums. Uh, he was a session player Shoot. for Carlos Santana. Yeah, uh, David Gilmore, uh, Southern, uh, Great Southern, Great Southern, Dickie Southern. Beds, Greg Almond's man. Well, anyways, piece of advice he always told me: he said, Stevie, <laughs> you play with people that are better than you, 
and you steal every lick they got, you <laughs> it, and you make something better out of it. <laughs> and that's why Dick Beck called him Dangerous Dan because he knew that's what he was oh. going to do to him. <laughs> that's hysterical. How many people know that Stevie just brought up a piece of history that that's how he got his name? Because, and I'll tell Dick, you, he what, said he was dangerous. And, and you thought it's because he went down to 52nd Street in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, there, Dave. <laughs> but that's the, the, you know, Danny and Frankie came down together and they get, you know, boom, and they end up with the Almond Brothers. They, they went through all kinds of phases and stuff, with and without Dickie, with and without Greg. You know what I loved about so Danny? That, you know, how can you, how can you have a better gig than playing with your brother? the drummer exactly. and you're the lead guitarist and you've been playing together forever and yes. i've heard some cats recently trying to recreate i'm no angel yeah and they can they can do it fairly to midland nah, on just the rhythm part but okay when you hear danny on i'm no angel doing that and go down into a riff that's like did you have like your feet Playing other licks or a monkey <laughs> with cheese and made him happy, and he just because nobody I've never heard anybody else recreate those lifts. Right? Yeah, yeah, whatever those are too. Uh, I'm a short guy, I wear lifts, but I'm um, um, riff. <laughs> riffs. Yes. Oh man, and and Stephen, that's when when Dicky just went, God dang, son, because he plays Dicky's licks better than Dicky. Uh -huh. that's, that's a I bold statement, but I can't. Right now, Dick, if you're hearing this, I love you, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Dick does. He knows where I live, and he can be a non son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you so, know what? What I admired about uh, Dangerous Dan, I think of David Gilmore as the tone god. Yeah. I don't know, maybe some the of you blues. guys, yeah, just that tone god. And you know what? And Danny is was my second best tone god. And those, you know what I noticed about Danny? He did nothing to those guitars. He would go that 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 straight into that he played forever. He'd go right up and just yeah, pick up uh -oh. a guitar and know it. And he would get most of his tones out of his twin reverb. There he is, the dangerous yep. Dan, Dickie yep. Betts. And he would get that tone out of his amp. And oh golly, he would not use effects pedals or this and that it was all no. in his ears and on those knobs and yes, uh, it was amazing yes. and that's why god the, dang that's... it stevie strings once again and uh, look <laughs> look i'll tell you what i do listen this is all i do this is what i know i do i do no tone and that's the thing and again between who you're working for or what you're doing you know what stuff that you know you have to match those factors you know, don't be going out at 110 dB on a wall of Marshalls, you know. Oh, yeah. Do the Ingrate mom steam where all the lights aren't working on the Marshalls behind him? <laughs> oh, I, I've seen that, Wow, they feel like fossil wood. <laughs> okay, wait, here, okay, Rick, you're going to hate me. I, I know Rick Nelson. I love Rick Nelson. Rick Nelson, okay, you'll never remember me. Cheap trick. Wake up. Okay, now, the thing is, he doesn't, he, he, there's nothing in those... Four twelve cabs, all of them stacked up. <laughs> Nothing except light. There's a lot of guilty. He, he uses two 
uh, Deluxe Reverbs off the stage right, right? You know, he's getting his feed from a monitor and whatnot. But that's a sound of, once again, something low wattage, tubes exactly. over and and like this the one, Stevie said too, <laughs> which I used to know about Dickie right. and Dwayne, and uh, is they do know how to work that tone, and on from the guitar, no less, you know, volume tone, what pickup? That's yeah. something too that is so hard. Hey, this oh shit, this was that laminate I was gonna send you a picture of. I just saw Johnny Cash. <laughs> hey, hey Brian, did you did you show I that when I was What's that, Dave? Yeah, well, you know, I got can't get to it just yet, but let me go try to find it. Right. And, okay. Yeah. And, hey, listen, and just and like I said, I know we're a, a little difference in time, but dig this. I'm uh, I was working with a group called Blackhawk with some of the guys from the Outlaws. Blah blah. Made it that whatever it's not country anymore, but at the time we still had some of it, and we we did good. That was cool. But Southern R&B as we're rising, and uh, we're going to go on tour with Tim McGraw. Um, and Tim, I had known before Tim, but anyway, uh, Tim sounds just said high fi take the slam in it. Oh no, I'm sorry. He, yes, he was with McGraw. But we were going to do Yoakum, Dwight Yoakum, on the time tour. And that's when O.J. was out killing his wife and people. <laughs> and we were, all, we were out on the coast. <laughs> so Never know a moment. And Dave Never. gives me this, this damn laminate with that picture you showed uh, 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 Johnny Cash, which is so cool. Cause oh, Johnny was so Christian. Yeah, maybe, you know, we all get that. I, I've been that way for a while. I may miss a word or whatever, but, you know, I'm doing it before I'm, well, I don't know. I, well, I guess I am dying. But uh, we're living in them days, you know. But this one, he said, wear this around them every time because they dicked Dwight's guys and crew, dicked with them so hard every day, which that's another thing people think, oh, the man music, everybody gets together and, plays with each other's balls and goes out and plays. No. <laughs> Everybody does not like, you know, because you're all competing for that airtime, the space, or whatever. So, I wore that picture, but my boy made it up for me that says, sound checks are for pussies. Your time laminate. And I did. And the, the first night, and that was the night that OJ did the shit, you know, mm. or the day that the slow speed shit. I wish I could get away with the slow speed chase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, my ass would be beat so badly. Hell, that they wouldn't even, they just shoot. You know, nowadays it's just like they'll shoot you. Why'd you shoot him? Uh, because he went for his wallet. Yeah, but didn't you ask him for his driver's license? Maybe. (laughs) You really, that's the guys and everything else. Everybody thinks, okay, this is the thing. It's politically correct. No, it's censorship. It has been for a long time. Things that I would just rip off right now that was just part of like, Stevie and me, we don't hate anybody. 
we know so many people of so many different factions, colors, races, creeds. You know, uh, shit, man, listen, I'll tell you what, I'm the only guy that I know that can wear out a Jehovah's Witness and their young daughter that comes to my door. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm you motherfuckers out, and I love you. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry, man. Tried to be all. You disavow this, 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 this channel. Well, it sound like Johnny Cash again. Okay, speaking of Johnny Cash, uh, there's one time Okay, this was back in the uh, late 50s and 60s. Johnny Cash and Carl Perkins and Jerry Lee were riding around in Johnny Cadillac. Them sons of bitches are jacked up, going fucking, you know, straight up like Jack Daniels and Speed, man. And they're out in their minds. Now, I'm not saying anything bad about Johnny. He, he'd tell you that. That's what he did. And this is so funny because I swear to you it's so true. They um were out driving one night and Johnny must have fallen asleep or something. And he hit the curb and a manhole and all that and he blew the front right tire out. Okay. So they limping on down the road. Plop, 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 plop. And I think the tire must have left about two miles into it. And they pull into a gas station, and the kid comes up, gas her, and he's looking, going, oh, my God, you know? And Johnny Cash goes, oh, yeah, my son was pool gas her, and uh, I need a little air in the front right. one, <laughs> 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 man. You know, it's two things. Someday we'll hear when we're all dead, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting world out there. But uh, okay, back when the OJ was killing uh, people, and we were up there for, <laughs> at this point, yeah, did uh, did OJ play guitar? And um, no, I was just gonna say the big mystery is: Did OJ play? <laughs> Do what now? Did OJ play? Did OJ guitar? play? He had a six-string football. I, I, <laughs> guitar. And 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 a one blade serrated fucking Navy SEAL knife. Ooh. But that's just me. Ouch, I mean, just because he just had finished a movie we'll never see about Navy SEALs and killing people's with their knives and stuff. I mean, come on, man. Look, I guess like he said, he will not stop looking. Kelly finds his wife's killer, and he's been on every fucking golf course that I know of. And well, he's then, then Kelly might have been a golfer. I, I'm thinking that. <laughs> Why not? I mean, at least he had some balls. I mean, think about it this way, guys. What better place to hide than on a golf course? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, especially with social distancing. Look, he was ahead look, of his time. Uh, uh, Caddyshack. <laughs> no respect. Hey, no respect. No. That was good. Hey, come crowd. We got to tell you, hey, you want to do a line? Ooh. Hey, Rodney was the pump king. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but that's another story. Now, how, do, how did we get to a wall of amps to O.J. Simpson? I don't know. I know. That's how we did it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know, okay. I ran. It's all good, brother. It, it, it's the bridge of Hyatt. 
Hey, Dave, don't look so fucking bummed out, Jack. Oh, my God. I, I got a huge smile on my face. You just can't see it because the phone is so far away. Oh, my God. This is a whole nother episode. Hey, the phone I'm road looking road at. Yeah, we'll, What's that? On episode two. Yeah, doing road stories. <laughs> but, oh, uh, I, well, I wanted to mention something about the um, – we were talking about the walls of amps now. I, re- I got to open up for the Rick Derringer. I mean, what a cool dude. He even brought his mom. <laughs> but um, he only had a mattress. I was one of those little mattress rigs. You only had and, a- yeah, he had a mattress rig. They just run it out in front of house. I mean, because now these PA systems are oh. massive. So. Well, yeah. That's all he had. You know, and well, you, you got to do two things on that. A lot of stuff now is everything, even like a, a low wattage. Uh, you can change the DBs or gains or stuff in the back, and you'll have XLR, which to people out there is a, a three pin cable. Usually you see in microphones or in direct boxes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But what it gives you, um, and so people know too, your sound gets from your amp that is mic'd, or also maybe through a direct box or the three pin in the back of the amp that well, goes what, into the snake that goes to the monitor man and then straight to the house. So, so what do you and Dave did, did this? What would you rather do, mic an amp, or would you go direct input into front of house? Well. Nowadays, people they'll 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 they'll, they'll do a lot because you might be getting some distortion or something that you like from the amp from the mic mm-hmm. and a certain certain clarity from the three pin, right? Mm-hmm. But then uh, at the same time, too, listen, man. And again, all of us, Paige Derringer. I just saw him the other. Day. I was watching a thing on television, like he's fifteen, playing. You know, hang on, Sloopy, man. Nice um, McCoy's. <laughs> little Ricky, McCoy's boy. And um, yeah, Stevie. And um, uh, and this is one of the things that is fine. It's really becoming a lost art. Um. When you go back and listen to the songs that we love greatest, and I don't care, listen, I'll tell you what. Uh, and when it comes, because blues is the, the part of it, most of it too. But when you listen to Motown and then certified, funkified, soul-ass yeah. stuff, late 60s, early 70s, going through Parliament, mm. the funkadelic, the Ohio mm. players, and all them peoples. Um, the family you know what it came down to, man? was mic placement. They didn't have, oh, let's do the two toms, the hi-hat, the two floor toms, the cymbals, your asshole, put a thumper in the seat, and the two kick jumps. And boys, we don't even going to mic those guitars. Right. (laughs) But in the old days, you'd have pretty much one uh, uh, omni, and and so y'all know this too. Omni and unidirectional. Omnidirectional. I'm going to go with the simplest thing. SM58. Well, that means the SM57 pick up a lot around the outside. Right. And then a unidirectional SM57 is pretty much just going to pick up right, right. in front of you. That's why you see <laughs> right it using on hand. Exactly. I'll, I'll shut up now. Hey, oh, yeah. that's a great I, point. I, I do have a question. Has to get the, the mic. Steve, you, you keep going back to the wall of amps. <laughs> yeah. 
It's better to look good than to play good, I say. This is true. <laughs> I tell you. You're only Mike one amp. There might be a thousand amps on stage, but I god dang guarantee you, whether it's in an isolation booth, under the stage, uh, there's still only one. Like Same thing. I know Angus and Malcolm are well. Or, oh, God bless them. Anyway, right from uh, ACD, yeah. and you'd see those walls amps and the whole dude, and like Stevie's talking about Ingve, and um, you know, bottom line though, they're 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 taking that whole off for one kick ass cranking amp, yep, mm-hmm. you know, and one uh, microphone, yeah, you know, yeah. man, and 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 that and that's it, you know, a lot of cats too. Um, like when I was with Mustaine, uh, I didn't work for him and I'm not saying anything about him, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, I get this and man, I tell you what, the guy is high functional and that could mean a lot of different things. So oh, I, I, I did that gig. I did that <laughs> gig break and split that gig. Cause that son of a bitch is crazy. In a good way, Dave. Hey, don't sue me. So Steven, because <laughs> at least he'll give me some money. Um, <laughs> it's just that it, it's, um, you know, uh, one time I'm like, look, we had every, I had redundancy. It was all rack stuff, man. Huge ass mm-hmm. Marshall, just power amps. Okay. Two of them, two, uh, preamps, uh, not a leases, but I forget real high end preamp shit that, you could clock in any sound that had been sampled and alter the parameters, right? And then nice. you got, okay, two tuners. Mm-hmm. Then you got wireless systems. Then you got two directs and all this. I mean, it's crazy. And then, he, you know, like five or six guitars on one side, minimum with these cats. And each nice. one, um, I got us a bunch of wireless stuff. That's another thing about this. And I guess you can come up with another thing, but. Uh, doing this is knowing how to get endorsements, whatnot, and only right. in things that you believe or want to put your artist under. And, um, so, I like it. Um, he, uh, you know, and the guy's going, yeah, Dave likes a clean stage and all that. And he, I'm like, oh, yeah, because I swear to God, bro, I still got the stuff. So if anybody ever doubts me, I'll just send copies to you. But of the set list of in each song, okay, from zero to 45 seconds, Holy Wars rhythm, from 46 seconds to 59 and a half seconds, Holy Wars lead, 59 and a half seconds to 60 seconds to 80 seconds, Holy Wars lead, you know, and you're punching. You know, hell yeah, the stage was clean, man. I'm back there looking like a monkey with my ass on fire. (laughs) I was the lucky guy that they set. It looked, I swear to God, the thing that would have made that stage look even better was a trailer right in front of me because they had a propane tank for the guy that did pyro that, you know, I shaved my head anyway, but God dang. He shit, he burnt the hair off my arms. You're looking everywhere. And nobody, we didn't have any lights, no sirens, no whatever. The first live show we did, 
God dang, the pyro went off in a bomb, and I swear to God, I thought I was having a heart attack. Nobody told me, hey, hi, by the way, you might want to expect this. You know, I don't get it, and uh, but I know this, you know, uh, Miss Dane and them boys, I didn't, uh, you know, I was, I did, you know, shit, I did it. I did the, I did the sounds. I had the punch. I had to, you know, and and then to get somebody that decides on what day that he's sober, or not sober. And I'm talking about me, not whoever you think we may be talking about or who gets this and what law firm. Is that, you know, well, I don't know. Are you sober today? Are you, you know, I don't know. But then you find out pretty quick. All you have to do is say a certain word or two. A lot of people, and I'll say just this, you know, be kind of homophobic. Or, you know, you might have grown up with your hair parted just on one side and red. <laughs> you know, I don't know where they ever came up that. Yeah, I whooped his ass like a redheaded stepchild. Uh, and I didn't say it. Except then. But, you know, it was like, damn, dude. Don't torture me, man. I'm just, you know, I'm doing the thing you asked me to do. But well, he, he, went, he went through a lot of problems. Then I need to shut up. Okay, I'll shut you up. know, but people just, <laughs> dang, man. They could be having a bad day and just ruin yours when you're like, oh, gee, I'm sorry. I know those, you know, one-hour shows are just a mofo, Jack. You know, I haven't slept in 48, but, you know, that's just me. All right. You were saying, Stevie? Okay. I was just saying that. Oh, Stevie, about those damn amps again, damn it. No, it's going to be about Dave Mo- Mustang. <laughs> Dave, I, Dave, I, had I had to learn licks from him. Well, actually, you know what? You smoking, man? Do you remember when he um had that? Uh, he fell asleep on his arm or something, and then uh, oh, it caused all this problem that he couldn't play guitar. Actually, he was never going to play again. And that every since then, you <laughs> notice he's gotting these fantastic players along with him, uh, Marty Friedman. The Drover Brothers. Didn't you work with um, the Drover Brothers? Is when I was uh, there, and we also had uh, who I learned from you. Uh, you know, I knew him from Ozzy, but Black Label Society, uh, Zach oh, Wild, oh, <laughs> had I just joined guy. with us on this gigantic tour that was going to last forever, and you know it didn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, never mind about that. But yes. Um, you know, I don't know what he fell asleep on. I can imagine. <laughs> I don't know if it was exactly his arm. It may, he may he may have laid his head on it and then got it so numb. You know, you try to go to and you know stroke it a few times. You're like, I can't feel anything. Well, that's the stranger, Jack. No, I wow. really mean. <laughs> so this brings us into the new age of guitar. I think. I mean, we were talking Fenders and Gibsons and six strings. Now, these Dave Mustangs, we're talking seven strings and unbelievable bridges with the Floyd Rose and the Kalers and all that. And that is a whole nother Another world. Isn't it, Steven? Guitars, yes, to me. And you know what I got to say about my boy Stevie? And just like me, we stayed straight. Don't have them, don't use them, don't need them, you know, unless it, 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 but it works again, you know, in one way you can't say it's bad. 
It's not what like we're into. Although, listen, I, and I'll tell you, from Zappa to Vi to Satriani, okay, come on, man. There's no doubt in that stuff. Stevie turned me on to all those guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where'd you? You've got a bunch of records once, Stevie. Mm-hmm. I'm sharing um, a guitar right now. That what's is that? Oh, nice. Is that the um, Ibanez? Yeah, oh, it's an Ibanez. Cars. Oh, I love the Ibanez. I love the Lita Stroud. Is that the V? It's not. Oh, that's a uh, Ibanez. Uh, now, what is it again? Uh, it's a. Uh, I call it. I'm still old school. I call it a Saber. It's an S series. Um, nice. Yeah, I don't Beautiful. remember what the the serial number was. You know what I mean? I fell in love with the the what you would call it the the the, the, the cherry sunburst, and I had to have it, and so I, I bought it for myself for my birthday. <laughs> That's oh. Beautiful. I mean, I got, I, yes, I think we all have those birthday guitars. Yeah, I love. I told I, I told my I told my I wife that, guitars. Divorce. I, I told my wife. I said, "Listen, you just bought you Divorce just bought guitar. you just bought me something for my birthday." Somebody that was that's yours, Al. That's Al's. Yeah, guitar? that's mine. Yeah, that's mine. What, what year is that? Al, two thousand and seven. Look at the hardware in that damn thing. Yeah, that's no, nice. I mean it's it's a it's a beauty, man. Like, they they call it um. That's what my doctor said when I was born, and he slapped me on the ass. Hardware <laughs> on that boy. That I could call it a Viking red, but I call it cherry sunburst because I'm a cherry sunburst Ow, kind of guy. Who is that? Are those finish. your rigs, Al? Huh? Who's are those? That that's, that's Al's mine. Guitar. That's his last last latest. That's my latest purchase. He uh, can't see all these cool pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I can. Well, you can now? No, oh, man, Al, you yeah. But listen. You know what? Look at this. Al's got some things that you do have to have. Yes. But there is nothing in this that shows me. He's got some direct lines. I can see right now, like I said, I know we're a little different in time. Tuner looks like a CE2 course or it might be something else. And then now these to me from mostly everything I can see are all original. Like, uh, it could even be uh, 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 super leads, uh, uh, and you've got. I think you got some fifties in the racks on the Marshalls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But damn, son, Al, I'm shoot, man. Can are you like married? <laughs> <laughs> now that is a professional man that knows his gear and oh. and keeps it right. That is Al. That is cool, man. I'm sorry. I'm you know. I just talk because really, I have lost what? my filter. You get in the head enough times with a road case. Every time you throw a guitar in the case, put it in the case. <laughs> it, it, well, yeah, I said that earlier. Uh, hey, trust me, it takes a soul. Uh, Somebody went to read my bumps on my head one time in New York and said, "Son, you gotta stop throwing them guitars on that guitar coffin and hitting that strap that holds the lid up." <laughs> oh my god Dave's, uh, Dave's oh and anyway Al, I'm sorry I will shut up for the rest of this but I mean that, that listen son that's a professional ass and the yeah. and everything and I know what's behind that rig and what that takes uh, you know for the fool hearted um, actually, actually, I've been jonesing for another Strat. You know, um, my, the Strat yeah. I have, the Strat I have now has um, Texas, Texas Special pickups in it. 
And uh, because yeah. because of that, I've really fell in love with tones. I wasn't a tone guy. I was like uh, a, a noise guy, a Hendrix guy. You know what I mean? Cool. So um, I you can't, can get I can't, a little emotion then, yeah, but I can't get that true Hendrix. You know, the 60 hum, that 60 cycle hum that the original Strats <laughs> yeah, had man, single that's like we were saying yeah. tone. Yep. That's interesting point. Oh, Frank Marino used to play a lot of Hendrix style, uh, yeah, but he had Frank, a yeah, he did. SG. And that yeah, was I, got, I got an SG how too. Got, <laughs> yeah, how he got that's what and I wanted. Then, At least less than Stevie saw money. him his first tour of the US. He opened <laughs> up for Harold Smith when they were more screwed up than a freaking bicycle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we saw I remember that. Frank Marino and we, we saw him and eating a hot dog at the concession. They gave him, they were the opener. They gave him like 15 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had been all the mystical shit. And like, he's going to a dude, like, uh, I got hit on the head by a banana. And I figured out gravity and also that I could play like Hendrix when I came out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that story. I don't know. Is that We really don't know now. Hey, Come on. Hey, Al. Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Hey, didn't he play for Miami too? (laughs) (laughs) You know, talking about the Texas specials. We were slayed. What's that? Dave? I I was just, I was going to say, Al, if you're looking for that sound, Fender does make some vintage pickups, some 65s that that can probably do it. It's, It's not as hot as the Texas specials. Yeah, no, I looked at the 65, but I don't want to change my guitar. I just want a different one, you know, with no, those you, pickups. Well, you have it. to yeah. buy another one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody yeah. knows that like me. Trust me. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I believe hey, me. It's a sickness. <laughs> you it's know, not a sickness. Yeah, it is a sickness. It's a sickness. They weren't as hot, the pickups. And... When I was doing stuff with uh, Stevie Ray, when I was with Johnny, we were, you know, there's, there's many times through, before he passed. Uh, but also, Cesar Diaz and I were really close. I learned a lot about amps and why, you know, and, and what goes on, right? He's a genius. And they were talking about, like, Kendrick's sound and tone and this and that. You, If you look at any picture of Jimi Hendrix, and there can be some jive wiring, just because uh, Mike, uh, I, I, I can't take Jimmy's tech, but back in the day, the only cables we could get were all coiled up. Remember, Stephen? Yeah, yeah, I remember the coils. Yeah. Yeah. Cables here, yeah. oh, they four dollars. That's got to be a good cable. I, I still got a couple of those laying in the truck. I, I used to have those cables, and I used to have to the, him, the big amp with the bubble cushion. Yeah, they, well, I hear you, They sent them, <laughs> and they realized that, wait a minute, what Stevie was looking for was because, you know, yeah, there are, and the thing is, there is a need for them. The greatest, you know, every little thing has something to do with something. A low battery, uh, so, so a cable that maybe is too hot, it's passing too much signal. Um, and that was the thing that they came up with is that, well, wait a minute. Okay, what did Hendrix use? Because, you know, Stevie had some of Jimmy's stuff. And Caesar was, you know, accommodating in that. And you can hear a difference. Listen to that spaghetti cable or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You know, that worm stuff. But you'll hear a difference. 
So, and what do you what do you guys think of the active pickups compared to the passive pickups? How do you feel on those? They're passive. Jewish. Damn it! Oh, Listen, like an you active know. one that's busy. Oh, passed over cables. <laughs> Actually, I have some X two Ns, the Demarzios, in my Ibanez. Uh, I had an Ibanez Flying V, and oh, I loved that. I yeah. loved that lead X X two N, that straight bar looking thing pickup. Yep. Yep. Monstrous, he monstrous. Got, he got the first. It was called. It was an X two N super, uh, and it was because like experimental. And I figured I was just thinking this today. This is weird. It's a humbucker, and the two end. I thought that yep. they just had a solid, thick ass bar of metal across, you know, each uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch it. Um, yes, thank you, Steve. <laughs> and um, so he got uh, that, and that Ibanez. Uh, besides, rarely. Um, that's the only one he bought that here at Jules Music in Sarasota. I sold it to him. <laughs> that's an oldie. Um, yeah, buddy. And, uh, but he, you know, that was some, cause he wanted that. He wanted that balls. It was in the, we put it in the bridge pickup. If you're over 40. Ooh, <laughs> that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, okay, if you're over 40, I've lost me mind. <laughs> you know, it's all this, man. It's like I'll ramble, but I don't really disrespect the tool, man. It's just the way it is. Yeah. What do you want me to do, mate? Oh. You're classic bunch of crack wankers. <laughs> what do I know in this business? <laughs> that's, uh, that's my look at guitar. Don't touch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> With an 11 on the amp. No. <laughs> 11. Hey, my flash just had 11. Remember, Stevie? What's that? My slash amps. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and bottoms. They went to 11. You had the slash. Uh, you had slashes, uh, uh, Marshall setups. I remember yeah. those. Yeah. Oh, those things. Yeah. Kids, what? We got to with those things because of them things. Something for you guys right now. And I'm going I'm to share. I thought this was fantastic. So if you don't mind, Stevie, I'm going to no. share this. And you can watch. Stevie oh, forget me. He can, he can rip the <laughs> crap out of the board right now. Oh, God. I know that crazy clown. <laughs> Ooh, nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I had a sorry, buddy. <laughs> I, I I actually have that. No man, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a Les Paul studio. That if you could hurt gun. me, I wouldn't be alive this long. There you go. Actually, I got this from and, uh, in '86. So oh, wow, yeah, it's a studio. No way. D D yeah, dude, I still have that. The telecaster he fixed. <laughs> you, know, really, oh. you don't understand. Oh, you don't understand. I fixed it. <laughs> you put so, it? Tell me I, you put I, it. I don't know if you remember my cousin John, but he was the keyboard player for the Road Ducks, and he was a Telecaster guy. Oh, dude, and, come on! Are you kidding me? Him and Senator. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Senator's yeah, down man. by you now. Uh, anyway, yeah, so so Johnny, where is he living? I, I I don't know exactly where I spoke to him. And I mean that respectfully because who was it that uh, took over singing for uh, Hatchet? Holly Hatchet. Yeah, when when David yeah. Joe Brown passed, Phil McCormick took over. Yeah. Yep. And who did? 
Phil. Phil you, you know, we knew them well, but this was back in the mid-'80s. Yeah. And the Ducks always, we used them. They were a great opener, and they had a minor. we had a PA. <laughs> That's it. We had a truck and a PA. You had two microphones, damn it. Well, Dave, what do you like better? Vocal master. What do you like better, Dave? The Telecaster or the Stratocaster? So, so no, I'm a Strat guy. Uh, I'm a Strat guy. I have to tell you, I fixed my Telecaster. I probably play it the most now. So it, it's oh, a 77 wow. reissue. It wasn't a big deal. And, you know, it had that thin, tinny Telecaster sound. Mm-hmm. And I. Yeah, with output. What's that? That's one thing about those, man, on the bridge. They, the tellies, you know, they got it. And at least, like I said, now the newer ones, and again. Right. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, and I, 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 Al, I, I think it might. Uh, I'm looking again. I got to quit looking. Um, uh, w- one thing that I know alone is I, uh, you know, I bought Stevie a couple guitars in my day to pay back, and this one other guy that uh, ended up not, you know, uh, it, it, it's just that I bought him a buddy guy strat, and. Mm-hmm. You know, when you listen to Buddy and you hear that, like now he does that, he's always either through a Marshall or a basement. More days it's a basement, you know, for, made for Buddy. But I think that Alfred would really, and again, I, I, I don't know. I just know that, man, the reason I bought that guy, even though he didn't really know too much about tone. It wasn't a great player, but it had that sound, man. And even if you wanted to put some distortion on it, um, it it comes through. Um, and I think because of this also, Jeff Beck, you know, Seymour uh, has made a pickup a long time, a JB. That's exactly what I fixed my Telecaster with. That's beautiful, dude. It, 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 that's there, great because dig this. That will send and 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 and, and now, Stephen, you got Dave. You know, you might uh, think this or go along with it. Uh, before you send anything into your amp, your pedal, you know, your preamp, then to going out to the power and then out, you want to send the cleanest signal you can have before you start <laughs> screwing it up. Oh, I've been reading a ton of that pedal pedal sequence. Yeah, I've been doing a ton of research on that recently. On pedal sequence, I'm reading Steve I, what he says. Uh, says There's no really bad way, but um, of course, you're going to put your tuner first and um, and your uh, in order of sequence. You don't want your, say, your distortion units in front of your emulating type things and stuff. But, um, Yeah, <laughs> but I am reading a lot of stuff about this because I am a tone freak too, and I just can't. Get, <laughs> when I think I got it right, I hear something from somebody. Gotta have it. That's why I fixed my telecaster. <laughs> yeah. He could have not had it. He had to listen and live with me most of his life. 
Now I have a pre-CBS right, Jaguar. But... I love that thing now. Holy <laughs> really, I really take it out. That's my father. <clears throat> wow. Nice. You guys have all got some, you know, and, and the more you say it, and then the more it goes, wait a minute. You know, I, I, I just think, and what I always knew, and how I was able to work so long and with so many people was, and one thing was that. I always thought signal flow from guitar to pick up, you know, pick up through output jack, cable into pedal, pedal, what order, uh, then to maybe a splitter, an amp splitter, uh, like on those Marshalls I'd have. I'd have them both at a set crunch rhythm, but then I would split over to one and uh, hit another, the, the, the uh, distortion pedal up that in the Marshall, you know, built in and uh, going through the effects loop. So I'd still have a good bottom end, but I was sizzling on top. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And again, it's between cables and youngsters out there. Do not ever use a guitar cable to plug your head into your speaker cabinet because you'll be doing yeah, a lot of weird yeah. shit to make up money to pay for what you blew up, son. <laughs> you know, uh, shielded cables are what go from guitar to pedals into amplifier. Right. Uh, then you got triple ring co- uh, tip cords versus the double ring uh, That'll be stereo mono. Mono. And right, I was yeah. going to bring that to a point. I do love the stereo guitar players that actually use true stereo um, uh, choruses and stuff like that through two amps. I do like that effect myself. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. I, lo- I love when you he- when you get the true stereo from, you know, mm-hmm. and they're building some of these, these guitars right now and these rigs ready for that to go. But right. when you try to simulate it, it just doesn't have that. It doesn't work. It yeah, right. doesn't work. Right. Right. Not unless I'll tell you what, or like some, I'll tell you what, right now, I would go to Alfred and I would say, son, he knows. You know, one thing, too, guys will put two amps next to each other, run them stereo, and go, I don't hear it. (laughs) 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 You know, spread them apart about, you know, fucking 30 feet or something. You know, you know, it's all crazy. But, uh, and, 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 you know, but if you put them right next to each other, they're louder. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, yeah. true story. I can't understand what's going on here. Um, I, I got to ask this see. question before everything gets crazy, because one of the things we're talking about different guitars. Before. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yet, but Sir, one of the premises I had is I wanted to ask the question from guys that have been on the road and guys have been, you know, doing the guitars and, and hanging with these people that have talent and some of them that don't have talent just still got it. Um, speaking of Robert Johnson, did he or did he not go to those crossroads and sell his soul? Oh, here we go. I mean, currently, we know there's a shitload of people right now that definitely sold their soul because they never would have made it otherwise. So, Stevie, show him your leg. <laughs> I, I, really, I got all different tattoos of different. I got a word for that one tattoo. No, it's on your chest. But people 
I have no doubt that a lot of people have done that serious and uh, yeah. in 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 uh, a way of dark ways. You know, we've you should all of us have heard that when we were kids. Yeah, so my soul, rock and roll. You know. Yeah, yeah, there it is. So my Hold on, I'm <laughs> so much rock and roll. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I pray for the boy. So much soul. You know, come on, man. With the Dio hands. <laughs> Got some Beatles here. Yo, some nah. <laughs> hey, was, was that a sunburst strat? You got some good ink right there. Thank you. Thank you. So much. What was that about the sunburst strat? Who has one? Oh, I have some four. Well, we got, we, 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 all, we got some, you know, I'll tell you what, me and Stevie, nobody, you know, Kev, you see, like, I've seen a picture now, that 335 I'm playing right there. Yeah. Right. yeah That's a bad mojo, Jackson. And, right. uh, I, anyway, but I've got, <laughs> you know, Johnny's guitar. I've got, uh, an SG slow ride, uh, that was Rod Price's. Dave Flubeck's Hammer Explorer, make a bunch of Mick Ralph shit because I worked for Mick Ralph for so long, or Bad Company, you know. And, I, and excuse me, but uh, yeah. so there's things, and everything's different tones, different pickups. You know, I, I, I think if anything, people go, oh, you give me a, you give me a, you know, god dang, a 59 double white, and I'll pay you $10,000. And well, shit, I wish I had met you about 10 years earlier, <laughs> you fool. Because. Exactly. On that uh, thing of sound, listen, I got I got VOS Les Pauls before anybody did from 57, 58 to 59, just in that, about four or five of them. Uh, different things. And that's the way I always liked it. Don't give me some hybrid-looking thing. There's Stevie. And um, I wanted things to be like, well, how would it have been if I actually bought one back then? And now the way they've gone in the shops and, you know, and at Gibson and whatever, especially Tom Murphy, great cat, come up with a lot of good stuff. And, you know, it, it, it's a lot of that. It, it is down to a science, but, but still, I don't care what you, you can, you can give some things to somebody, everything and they go, man, now I can do it all. And it still comes down. And obviously to out, like just seeing again, Alfred, seeing that rig, man, I, I'm, Please forgive me for talking so much, Albert, but I mean, that takes care of his gear, that, you know, damn it. Damn it, man. Alfred, please. Uh, again, are you married? <laughs> Those are just really, you know, nice. But back to. But before we go to the crossroad things, yeah, I wanted to ask Mr. Mr. Bruder a question. Johnny and I stopped there one night going through. What's that? And just got out. It was like three in the morning and looking around. Um, it's actually a little bit off. Like if you drive through now and it says crossroads, right. it, it's not exactly right there. You really got to know it. And, um, but. I, this is all I know is people, um, you know, t he couldn't, everybody says and know him. And, and like I said, I was very so fortunate to, you know, meet Johnny Shines and be with Johnny Shines. 
And, um, and you know, he could, everybody said he couldn't play. He, I mean, you know, maybe uh, something, but then he disappears for two years. That's the thing. And comes back, died, wrote 29 of the baddest, you know, hell, listen to Clapton doing Crossroads. Gee, where did that come from? Uh, yep. um, that's the Amen. really figure it. You know, um, and everybody's looked for the 30th song. I, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's out there. I, I really don't think so, but I mean, damn, I mean, yo, all of us know. And even when you're into it, uh, it takes a bit and this guy don't leave town where nobody really knows, but, and then come back in and lay down 29 of the baddest songs ever done. Terra pain. Blues. And whatnot. Um, he was amazing. I know that Eric Clapton, when he tried to redo the Robert Johnson album thing, he said he couldn't even do it. Yeah, he couldn't do well, it. He didn't understand how this man it could comes play down and sing to the right hand. That's it. And and this oh, who and, said and that's that? the difference. That's why Clapton there. can't do it. Uh, couldn't do it. Well, I'll tell you what, that too, and again, and this is a whole nother thing about guitars, and you know, you, God, it just goes, it's so in-depth from the beginning to the end to where it is now, and it's going to even go on beyond that. But bottom line still, if you can walk into a room with a goddamn uh, a Fender Mustang and a Champ Amp and make everybody piss, <laughs> excuse <laughs> me for using that vernacular. It's the truth. But yeah, that's all you yeah. need right there. You don't send everybody to church, you know, and, <laughs> uh, you know, so, but, it, but the modern sounds and all that great. And again, there's, there's, there's so many, you know, Bonamassa's coming here. Do I dig him? He floors me and all, but, um, I don't know if I had unlimited amounts of cash and, 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 uh, and the guitar collection he has. Oh yeah, my seriously. God. <laughs> yeah. And I, and listen, he, oh, son, get hey. Dave, we'll be talking about that in Tiga. What? Ah, what I got a, I got a matching set, by the way. What time do you go to sleep? Um, <laughs> you know I can find you. New York is not a stranger to Mike. But um, Dave just dropped this out thing about accident. still with Robert. Um, listen, uh, he may have said that. He may. You know, I don't. You know, I just don't know, but I wonder, because I know, like, uh, he used to get up in the old days with cats that would come in. Uh, uh, oh, God dang. Um, um, oh, man, I'm having a block on so, these old, uh, some of these old sun, cats right now. Uh, but, you know, house? He always wanted to be, hey, let me get up. Yeah, Sun House is the one house? that he used to, yeah. Robert Johnson used to pick up, and go, you mind if I play when Sun House was sitting out? Yes. Billy was sitting out, and they were like, uh. And people coming up the sun going, get this guy the hell out of the, out of the building. He's terrible. Yeah. And then he yeah, comes man. in and he just floors them all. I mean. Floors them all. And doesn't even act like he's playing. And he was more important. He was more into what he looked like. They say to the clothes and stuff. And he would just like, just play. And, well, right. Like he didn't even, wasn't even thinking about no, it. I, I, you know, he was looking at chicks and stuff. They said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, Got him yeah, I'm ready after that. I still believe that is, you know, he went back and, you know, look, man, and we look, we do this to this day. I'm 60, going on 64, bald headed, put on a few pounds, but by God, I'll get out. I'll look good. It may be all well, I you're got. You're still pretty, high. You're still pretty. 
Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're sweet, man. You know, I used to know Little Richard. It is guys. that look. Oh, it's all did. look, man. It's the Women look, love baby. It. It's the look. <laughs> it is there, Al. <laughs> you know, Stephen and me, we never, like, my daddy, he was a big man, and he was a good God man. God bless him. And everything. Thank you, buddy. You've been still taking care of the site. Yes, sir. I go there every Christmas. I love you. I love you, man. I love you. I love you. That's a lot, guys. Um, but um, you know, I never man shit. We, me and Steve, we had more hair. We could, you know, fucking uh, clog up with a goddamn Olympic-sized pool with <laughs> hair. And uh, you know, it goes on. I, it didn't bother me because my old man shaved his head anyway. You know, yeah, he's he one of the originals. <laughs> Forty and. Um, yeah, it's never bugged me. I just shaved it, you know. I was losing, and you know, but we just did that. And um, uh, and I, and Alfred, all you guys, look, we're all in that boat. You, you know, this what's cool about that. How do we all in that boat? First of all, like Robert, okay, you're gonna wear everything you got because that shows. Hey, man, I done something. You know. Right. That's a, it's like uh, ladies in uh, the church, uh, especially in the African American churches, hats. That's you know, <laughs> and when you go to church, you better be, you be up and ready. <laughs> well, that, they were all dressed up. Yep. That, that crazy looking guy there. <laughs> I don't care if you're wearing house slippers and a robe and my hair and your curlers. You know, you, you, you but when that time comes, so that was Robert's thing. But again, too, if you listen, um, is think about this, listening a lot, and then listening to, um, you know, I, 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 I'll just say this. I, I've known Billy Gibbons for a long time. Stevie will confirm oh, yeah. yes. I don't. Yes, yes, I yes. haven't been in touch for a while, and that's just, the, you know, pretty much the only reason I, the person I talked to was Stephen. But, right. um I got to learn some things and listen to Billy and like this one song that like this tone was so funky and this groove mm. and I hear him go before the, the he starts playing he's in the studio and goes hey man he goes douse that light like douse I hadn't heard that you know <laughs> that's my parents and all from where they're wow. from and then I'm going like okay let me find this and I'm listening to the CD and I'm going do 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 and I dropped the D string, the bass E down to B, and then tune accordingly, like I'd be in a regular A440, right? Right. And there it was. And uh, I did find out, you know, if you're going to want to play that or have a guitar, which is it's a really cool sound, all you guys should try it, is um, that you're going to need heavier gauge strings. Oh yeah. Even if you got tens on it, they get like so slippery and slinky when it's tuned down that low. And um, you know, and right now, Billy, man, you know, he weighs about he's he's a fighter. He he's in there at about eighty eight pounds right now with jewelry. Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. I've never thrown up a barbecue meal. <laughs> Look, I'm insane, but um. You know, it's the thing too with about Robert. You got to listen there too. There's open tuning stuff you don't really 
think because he's again like you cats have said you guys made this point of just what he was doing the Clapton couldn't figure again Eric you know right I love him yeah. uh, but he he's mellowed I mean you know I listened to the old days I saw him uh, I think before uh, 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 Jack Bruce or uh, I forget the drummer right now but Ginger Baker while back Ginger Baker and and yes and they were like, oh, you know, back at the Royal Albert Hall and doing it. And I'm like, what's happened to you guys? Crank that shit up. <laughs> They're just, they, they, they went through it, but they didn't have the balls to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's... It just sounds that way to me. I don't know. You can't watch it. But well, yeah. but, but when he was with Cream, he was using an SG anyway. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he had yeah. those double Cream coil pickups. Huh? Yeah, mm -hmm. and a blues breaker. Yeah, <laughs> so, go figure. You know. Yeah. So, I seen him. In, I seen him at Madison Square Garden. Oh, I forgot which tour it was, and he was just you know using his strat and everything. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, man. The dude didn't look like he was doing anything, and the sound coming out of the guitar was just mind boggling to me. Just, I just sat there fucking dumbfounded. Yeah, I yep. saw Eric Clapton. Yep. At the Old Ritz in New York in 1987. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait hey, for it. We played, nice. we played the New Ritz in 88. <laughs> right. I was oh, there for that. There you have it. I got to tell you. you know hang that. A we did, we did, did two sets. The band. It was almost there. That's when Johnny gave me the laser. <laughs> We did that, and we went to Boston. That uh, you guys might know this. The Channel used to be a big place. Oh in yeah, 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 man. And so we wow. played there with Bo. It was Johnny and Bo were our passes, and then we got on the bus, went home, and I slept over Johnny's. And and uh, um, getting ready to go uh, the next day. And he asked me, he goes, if I, you know, the dude, I'm telling you, his penthouse is just like when he moved there and stuff was still, what would be the dining room were just stacks. I mean, but on shelves of every, uh, you know, and this is what's got me. There's a certain individual that Dave and I will not mention Paul's name. Come <laughs> <laughs> oh, on, Dave. There's so many guitars that I know exactly from everyone you've ever seen Johnny play from the Fender 12, which was a six, but you know, it was the 12. He always, Johnny always went for that higher sound. He was always trying to capture a certain thing. I learned this working with him. And the first thing about working with Johnny was realizing basically he was blind, except when he didn't want him to see you do something. You know, he's back <laughs> on the bus and all of a sudden he's going, where's Rafa? And I'm, I'm hiding in my book. And then comes to me about it. And he's going, what the fuck do I pay you to do? What did you do? You know, and uh, I, I, the, the first week or so, I was like, this is the best gig ever, and I, I think i got to quit. And then it hit me that night, and uh, I just said, Johnny, I, 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 and then I realized, wait a minute. Because Johnny, 
was so high functioning, so smart. So I wish more had been done on the historical and the stories that we, you and I talked about. Because a lot of people that work for him, they didn't, they're like, oh yeah, I work for Johnny, I get paid good. And I don't know anything really about the blues or, or some people didn't know much about what he did in the past. But um, mm. I learned to talk to him as if he were totally blind. So when he'd ask me, instead of like if I asked Al, and I said, and Al goes, hi, what went on during that song? Well, okay, when you, uh, you know, hit that pedal to go to the clean side, uh, I heard a click, a glitch, and then, you know, it went on, and I was thinking signal flow. And like, I, you know, you cannot be afraid to go out on stage when your guy's having a problem. That is what you are there for. Absolutely. Okay, squirt in some Cremon 5 and go, okay, is that it? And then look and then go behind the amp, see if you see something, change a few cables. But, you know, so I learned to tell Johnny and talk just like that. Johnny, when that happened, yeah, well, this is what I did. Mm-hmm. And that was it. <laughs> oh, okay. Because most everybody has lied to him, stolen from him, cheated him, mm, and yep. everything that Paul did. Oh, God, I know this guy, Paul. But I've heard of him, maybe. <laughs> um, you know, so that was a point. Um, that, that sounds like he cared nothing. for you guys, for Dave and you guys. That sounds like he cared for you guys. I know I've worked for people. I'm not going to mention names, uh, Dickie Betts. And um, <laughs> he didn't care if you stayed 14 hours on that amp. You plugged it in and it better sound good or you better find somebody on your way out that can make it sound better. But uh, I, I yeah. adore that Johnny did that kind of things. You know, knew the people behind the scenes and things. But to get back to Robert Johnson, I don't think Robert Johnson sold his soul to rock and roll. <laughs> I don't really think... I, well, I... Gets into believing. If you can believe that, then I hope you believe in God. And I think I want to be on that other side and pray that I have the strength to get better and stuff like that. Because we were talking, me and Brian were talking about God. Yeah, me and me and Brian were talking about what makes a good guitar player. Right. Well, people come to me and when they say something, oh, that guy is gifted. Nah, I look at him and go, no, that motherfucker plays plays a lot. He plays eight hours a day. Yeah. There you go. So. uh in that sense, I don't really think you have to sell your soul to, to play better like he did. But there was something definitely different about him. Something yeah. that we'll probably never know. Gibson can't even tell the year of that guitar. I mean, how many pictures of Robert Johnson are there? Right. Two. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I was going to say. They can't, they, and they can't tell you the year of that guitar. Series back in the 80s or 90s. They took the cigarette out of Robert's mouth in the early picture. You know, he's got the picture of Robert T-shirt. Right, and right, right, right. I'm like, wait a minute, man. You, you know, that's what's the problem with the world today. You keep trying to change history. I'm it sure. Ain't gonna happen. Oh, there we go. There you yeah. go. Too. Yeah. But yeah. who knows? People may have may He might have just stopped there and just went, uh, you know, Lord, please. Um, You know, it's, it is what's funny is he does have... Uh, surviving family, close family, and relatives, etc. His great grandson. What's that? Yes, sir. His great grandson. His great grandson just did a, a thing on Netflix. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know, and these people, because you know, think about this and that, and did he sell and do this? But what nobody knows, and even if you wanted to lie about it and didn't care about getting busted, let's tell you, cash, you know, all the checks. No, where did nobody knows where he went? Yeah, that's the problem. Did he just woodshed his ass in some place? You know, I would do it. Yeah, uh, I, I, it's I, missing. There was evidence. I had. No, that's what I. That's what. Some powder and a get dog, and you come out of it. But I don't know. Nobody can ever explain that. That you want to think of something weird. Why is that? And, and that everybody but knew he, him what he did, and his family and people. And yeah, but he, the the guy traveled with his guitar for a living, so yep. he, he probably yeah, you know traveled around, saw all these guitar players, came you know played for two years, came back, and he was that much better. That's what I say. Yeah, like maybe he stole a little bit from this guy and a little yeah. bit from that guy, and knew how yeah, to master. Absolutely, absolutely. And then I'm going to go back to it again. And his right hand technique is is. Like I listen to it, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck he's doing. Right, <laughs> lost out. Yeah. Um. And and that might have been it too. Like he started getting to play. You know, I had never thought that, man. And and what you said is so true because maybe then, because I know it worked for me. I don't really. I know three. Uh, you know, I I know how to play a greased ninth. Ah, ah, <laughs> try that one on. <laughs> and those are hard chords, baby. I know three or four. And, um, but what about this? As he's going along, he's getting better. And then cats are letting him come up and play. He's been watching them maybe for a week for maybe a day, maybe just rolled into town and got to get some money. And, but he's getting better along the way. And, um, even if you're just watching, I never heard you know? said that is a, a really good analogy. And then think of this too. You got to think of the whole times back in that day. There was no interstate highway system. There was no nothing. There was, you went from little town to little town on dirt roads. If you didn't get ripped off, killed, robbed, uh, crashed a car, if you had a car, run over or picked up by a truck and then run over by that truck <laughs> or whatever, you know. The turn up truck, that is. World. Yeah. That was a peach truck, world. did you say? A, peen, a peach a, truck. A peach truck. Oh, no, it's almond, brother. That's bad. Turn I'm up. bad. You know, you know that Stevie. Hey, that's what you know. That's that song I wrote for Bad Company. I was telling you about. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. Yes, 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 yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, actually, you got a guitar out of it too from Bad Company, if I remember <laughs> correct. Had the Bad Company insignia on it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, man. It, it's it's like a, a '55 um, special. It's black. Got bad company and white up on the top, classy, uh, and it was cool. We got that, yeah. it, you know. The Paul and everybody signed it for me, and like, thank you, I'm like, thank you. You know, I mean, I <laughs> you do have quite a collection. You don't you have a lonesome, lonesome Dave? Uh, yeah, from, yeah, from Foghat. I remember '64 SG that did the uh, slow ride. Slow Ride, he wrote all those songs. And I remember we went to a Lakeland show. You brought it. We went backstage with Blue Oyster Colt and all those guys. 
And they were like, God, high five, you're the God, the new, the new <laughs> you're a God. Goes, I'm going to play this. Is this cool? And I'm going to play these songs from these. Songs. Yeah. And he whips it out. It still has the original strings. <laughs> I mean, we're talking. I, was, I was swear to God, I was swear. I thought his tech might even try something. But once again, depending on how you want to be, do you want your man to break strings in the middle of the only time he's got on stage to make money? Courtney <laughs> got on. He hands him. I did not do it, but Brian, he just was so amazed. Like I've known yep. those cats too, but both Lonesome Dave and you know just everybody uh, and Rod. That's good. This goes back a long way, but um. Roger Earl said, yeah, hi, folks, come to the show with Lakeland. We'll put you on the guest list. And I said, well, put me on. So it's like, I'll see what we have. You and Mary Pat and me, I guess. I think that was it. Yeah. And, um, and Roger said, giving you shit all night. <laughs> <laughs> Roger going, hi, five, come. We always bring you and you eat all our good meats in the backstage. <laughs> <laughs> eat all the good food here. Yeah. And then you leave. Hey, Kenny, <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. Um, but this one, I and I just said, "Hey, Rod." I go, "You, you know, I've got Rod's guitar." I mean, Rod had a couple cool. He was playing a lot of specials, double cutaways, you know, single. But he put humbuckers in the rear of those. Um, but he goes, "Oh yeah," and I said, "Hey, do you think I'll bring it? Do you think Brian would like to play it?" He goes, "I don't know. He's how far calling him up?" So I called. And I go, "Hey, Brian." Yeah. I said, look, man, I don't think Rogers ever told you this. Um, you know, I've got Rod's SG that did Fool for the City, Slow Ride, Rock and Roll Outlaws, these different albums. You know, the whole provenance is there. And um, he's like, what? How soon can you get here? And I mm -hmm. said, "We're okay, we're coming. You know, Rogers got us down, so I'll bring us the guitar. Now, this is a little weird, but we split. We know how long it takes to get to the Lakes and Civic Center. We've done that since we were kids, man. We'd ride bicycles that far if we wanted to see somebody, me and Steven. But, gentlemen, as we're getting there, we're making good time, and all of a sudden, the sun, a storm from hell. You remember that, Steven? I think we're losing him. Steven, you, hey, you, I think you, we're you, losing him. Uh, no, not a problem. Um, hey, no, you're, you're breaking up uh, a lot. You're um, breaking up. Oh. Um, you know what? I, I we're, we've got we've got like some time, a little bit of time left. That I was wondering if if I'll go do a round robin. If if you know if uh, Stevie has some questions he wants to ask others on here, or, or you know, and then. I'd love to have like uh, we got Dave and Stevie here, and they got their gig, you know, their 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 guitars. So maybe they could do a little uh, bluesy stormy Monday or something. Oh, nice! Oh, I yeah. could do that. Yeah. Hey, hey, Brian, I hate to say this, but if I pull turn on one of these amps now at a quarter to eleven, <laughs> oh, you might get, have a drum section it? on the wall. Yeah, you might have to come move in with Hi-Fi. <laughs> you might get evicted. And... He'll just come around the corner and come to my place. Uh, but, bro, but damn. But, I, I do have a question. I, yeah. I yeah. do love the Crossroad movie. And that was fantastic with Steve Vine. Yeah, was, absolutely, yeah. I was just, you know, 
since he when he was with Frank Zappa and stuff like that, I, I knew this guy was going to be something. But did he play uh, Ralph Macchio's um, stuff? I know he played his yeah. own stuff, but was he doing Ralph Macchio's uh, The Karate Kid? He did. He did. He did, Stephen. Okay. I, yeah, I believe I believe in that last scene he played both sides. So does Ralph Macchio play at all? Did he play at all in that? Well, well, not, probably I, not back then. I don't know. He's a good actor. Hang on. Well, had me fool. What they did is they trained him on how to make it look realistic. Look real, and he did good being an actor. Yeah, he yeah, did, no. and Ry Cooter worked with him. Not like my, oh, Ry Cooter. A lot of people always give him crap, and I'm like, hey man, he's got a good life. Yep. You know, I don't, I don't know anything he did wrong. Hey, what do you guys think of Jeff Healy? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I mean, to play to play like a steel guitar, right? That's mind-boggling. Oh my god! Yeah, kind, kind of, except using them fingers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. put your hand over. We, you know, got, got to do shows with him with Johnny and like the Montreal Jazz Fest and. Different things, and he was just a good guy, you know. At least they got him on film in that Roadhouse movie. Yeah, that alone, that alone is a different style. When you're playing like that, that's like the Jason Abbasies, those guys that are Moran, that guy that's doing the tapping on the guitar and playing it like a piano. Man, it's using all ten fingers on that guitar. Stanley Jordan, Stanley Jordan. Oh, golly. And everybody talks about the tapping of Eddie Van Halen. There's this old Italian guy that was doing that stuff back in Oh, the- my God. Back in, yeah. The 50s, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I got videos of that guy. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I mean, but, 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 that's a whole but, other but, guitar. But, listen, that style. Everybody, I, I want everybody knew about it. Everybody knew about it? Dave, yeah, but no, I mean, nobody really. Eddie was the guy who said, look at me do this. Right. If you listen to stuff earlier than that, you'll hear, you know, like Ace Freely, who what, oh, whatever. Yeah. But you'll I love hear Ace. him do do you know pull off right. stuff like that, and and you, you hear it just not to the extent it was a rupture that made everybody say, you know, rupt- holy shit! Exactly. Yeah. Right. I actually pissed uh, Steve Morse. You know, Steve Morse um, oh, wow. from Deep Purple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I asked him a question at the guitar clinic. And I mentioned the tapping of Van Halen. He was so pissed off at me. What do you what do you think you gonna do this? And then he started on this and he's the one that led me on to the Italian guy and all this. I was like, Oh, I just asked what you thought of Eddie Van Halen. Hey, Blackmore did it too back in sixty eight. Blackmore that? was doing it. Oh, yeah, tapping, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, he, he was doing that shit in sixty eight. Now they're I taking think the Italian further. guy was Django Reinhardt. Oh, Rhino? Okay, cool. Yeah, go look he up played Django. 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 Some clown found like 100 plastic guitars in New York. And, uh, well, you know, he sponsored them once. <coughs> nothing. And he only had on his, uh, I think, fingering hands, he only had four fingers. Oh wow! And he's fucking amazing. And Tom Cat Blake, my buddy, there's a picture <laughs> of me. With him. We sent to you. Uh, he's in France. Uh, he's an unbelievable good man. And again, what he said, you guys are like he's a tone man, and he's lived it. And uh, but he's the one that turned me on to him. And I thought, how can? 
You think you got two guitar, maybe three guitar playing, and you find out it's just one cat? You know, well, so that's 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 the other end of this whole thing, and we've pretty much figured it out. It, the guitar is only one point of the of the program. It's the player, and if the player true. is that good, you know it. You know it when you when you see the first run through or whatever, and you're like, oh lord, I'm watching greatness right here. Right. So you watch yeah, there's exactly. a clip of Steve Ray Vaughn. Hey, man. Steve Ray Vaughn. There's me, Steven, and uh, Sid Ryan, and I'm sure, Alfred, you're the same guy. One thing that always pissed us off, and I thank you for mentioning something about Ace Fraley. You know, everybody can say different things, but I'll tell you what. Gibson sold a lot of guitars in the whole world. Mm-hmm. As yep. a whole, if it hadn't been for Ace Fraley, that showed, you know, it just... Just watch that two-night special they have. They played, like, last year about their last tour and, and the whole thing and the problems with Ace and, and Peter and and this and that. And then, do you guys know that Vinny, whatever the... Vinny Vincent. Vinny Vincent. Vinny Vincent. Vinny Vincent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Thank you. Vinny Vincent. You know, he was a dick. And, uh, but... Um, you know, I mean, thanks for mentioning Ace because nobody, he does not get the credit. Yep. Um, and I'll tell you what, is all I got to do is tell people, hey, man, I'm calling Ace. Ace is going to be down here. Come over to my house. And I'll tell you what, you'll have 10,000 people out of this front yard. If you listen to the old Kiss stuff, like the first two, three, four albums, it was so tasty and so bluesy. Ace is playing. It yep. was, it was, I mean, oh, I, I'm man. old school. I like, I like that bluesy, tasty, heavy rock sound. You know what I mean? So I, I loved Ace, man. I was a big Ace fan, you know? So I got a Cherry Sunburst, you know what I mean? Well, I'll and a White what, Strat. Tell you what, there's not enough time in this day to continue to, to continue this. But um, I, I would like you to have... You've been great. Yeah, I'd like to you've have everybody great. come back. You. I'm sorry, I'm a... You know, I can see how looking going, you mother... <laughs> next, Look, next I time, I know you and I love you and I respect you honestly. Uh, uh, High five! What I we'll do next time to is, uh, to anybody. yeah, we're gonna get you on live so we can see you this time around, and then uh, right. I'll try to do it a little bit earlier, Dave, so you can jam as well. But uh, if it's all right with okay. everybody, hey, before ten, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was, you know, <laughs> Dave. Are you in the apartment? Yeah, he's he's around oh, the wow. me, and he he needs the place to stay in. But if it's all right with you, we're gonna let Stevie. I got a box up back, dude. It's a we're gonna we're gonna go out of this episode, and we're gonna bring you guys back on for number two, and we'll talk some more. Stuff. But this is Stevie Strings. Sing in high five. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm just listening. I'm enjoying it. It makes me want to play now, but everybody in my house is it makes me want to get evicted. <laughs> I can't thank you though. Yeah, we got to get Dave to play next time. Oh Maybe man, it's early, early on. We we'll do it early on. This way we get a yeah. little jam session before we start talking uh, about definitely. You know, you know, we did a little little backstage stuff, and he was smoking. I was listening. Oh, was I could imagine. I, I I seen him on a video with Brian one time, and he was just tearing it up and yeah, killer. Let me tell you something. I've that man right there, Dave. Uh, I've known him since I'm four, and when I came over one time. He showed me literally. I, I'm self-taught in guitar, and he goes, "This is these are the these are strings, these are the notes." When you come back next week, I want you to tell me all of them. <laughs> and if it wasn't for him, you know, I wouldn't know what the notes were. I was just playing it. I was figuring it out. And uh, tomorrow, hopefully, wow. we'll lay down some tracks in a studio. That's what. Yeah. We're awesome, dude. Awesome. You and Dave. Oh, yo! It's like to serve y'all. You're the coolest, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving to FLA, so I, I can stop by Sarasota and. Uh, oh yeah, we gotta do some soup. We're gonna go out there and look for some big fun. You can put these two in the back of the pickup. Just put a couple of them in case it rains. <laughs> Bring them all in. It will always work them, and 
Again, it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor, Alfred. It's been really cool. Uh, pleasure's all mine. Pleasure's all mine. You definitely know your shit. I, I feel like I've been around royalty tonight. Man, I can listen to Dave oh, all man. night, Alfred and Brian all the time. I love these guys. So. I'm gonna throw in Steve, you know it, man. Yep. And Stevie Strings is the king of things. Exactly. I'm gonna throw in my my exit in music right now. Now I'm, uh, I'm gonna go upstairs, put some Pat Travis on. <laughs> oh my God! I got him an FM station I used to work for. They were given a year from every record label in the world, every release. And I worked at WQSO. This was in the '70s, boy. And I, I went to my man and I said. Look, brother, my boy can't make it, but he filled this out. And can you just just put it in, man? You know, he's my brother. We play. We got a band. Yes, who won? And you got, I don't know, Steve, what did you get? About a thousand or more albums? Oh, yes. And it had like, uh, and the one Travers I love is that live. Uh, oh, yeah. Where you know the cover, he's playing for the manager. And then he, you know, it's blown out on the back. Uh, yes. Right. Man. I tell you, we have Sorry, to just, We have to all come back, and we have to talk. We had, didn't even touch acoustic guitars. I mean, no, my, my father just—he passed away. I just sold his um, 1936 D18. Oh Martin. wow! Another wow. thing, I think it would for like 45 grand. These oh, things were man. very rare because of the wood. I knew nothing yeah. until I had it. Um, Luthiers uh, look at it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the acoustic guitar. Dave, you know that. That's my life. Vintage guitars. And a, Stevie, I love you, but. <laughs> oh, man, why you got to make a man cry so long? Well, well you know, my know, mama needed what? it. My mama needed no, the house. No, no, no. Dude, look, that's our mama. Yeah. And you know that. And I, I love you all. And, and, you know, look, we did. We, that's, that's. You know, that's just my family, and and uh, so, you know. So, and again, just I'll shut up. Thank you. I'll play it out. I love you, Steve. You know, I love. We'll talk later. Good night, everybody. David, call me time. You know, any of y'all, and uh, definitely Albert. If you want me to wear you out talking, <laughs> but I, I sure love to talk to you right, and you, listen my, more. My pleasure. So, my pleasure. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Love you, Mama. I know Mama's out there. I love you. Yeah. Yeah, Love you guys. Stay smart. Blondie, or she calls me Baldy now. <laughs> 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 oh, mi amor, mamacita. <laughs>